welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Court with UC Elite. I am Coach Stacy here with Coach Matt and a very special guest today who is... We got Coach Oliver today. Um, he's our head coach of our 14s and 15s national team and um, he's one of our senior coaches here at UC Elite. Uh, welcome Coach Oliver. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Excited. Yeah, so I'm excited. <laughs> we're gonna just uh, let you know. I think everyone's been waiting for this episode. Um, there's a lot of players in our club that that Coach Oliver has helped over the years, and I'm sure everyone's waiting to hear this episode. So we're gonna start off just by letting Coach Oliver talk about his background in volleyball, um, way back to when he used to play, and then leading to his coaching career, mm-hmm. how that started, and then we'll go on from there. So yeah, um, yeah. My name is Coach Oliver, and um, I coach uh, UC Elite fourteen um, um, Oliver and fifteen Oliver. And um, history of how I really um, played volleyball is um, it all started when I was in um, elementary school, um, way back in the Philippines, mm. and. Um, I was just lucky to have um, in our neighborhood there was like a net and um, and just sand, so we just play there. And um, you know, I'm a natural volleyball player, but I love basketball. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of us. And you know, because of my height, I can't play basketball. So I have you know good hands. So you know, so high school. I was able to play um, a setter in high school and, you know, as a freshman all the way to senior year and then play college to from um, undergrad from freshman all the way to um, um, senior year uh, for men's. And then um, after that, I I, uh, coach men's for, um, for, you know, two years and then I give up the sport. Like right after college, right you after coached college, right oh, after, wow. and then I just focus on basketball because I love basketball, mm-hmm. and then that's it until such time when um, you know I got married, and I had I have you know I have a daughter and a son, and my daughter was um, ten years old when she decided to play volleyball, so that's when I said that you know what i might learn the rules of the sport back again just because it totally right? changed <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's that's how that's how it happened came out of retirement yeah. <laughs> okay so did you first start off with in cyo with with camille so yes so i started um coaching uh, cyo when um she was actually in sixth grade yeah it, it's funny. Yeah, I want to coach fifth grade, but unfortunately, um, you know, I volunteered myself to coach, and unfortunately, I'm not qualified to coach CYO, so I just gave that away. And then uh, the following year, I was able to get uh, to get that, that coaching job, CYO, sixth oh, grade. So were you Cam- uh, Camille's first No, um, I'm Camille's second coach. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hey, what church is that saying? It is at um, Church of Assumption in San Leandro. Oh, Church okay. of Assumption. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, like, how did you get into, like, the whole club? So when when Camille was in uh, fourth grade to play volleyball, 
and um, you know I'm totally hands off because I just focus on um, you know basketball that was my sport and playing golf and um, you know I was looking at my daughter and she's really struggling struggling on serving even underhand serve and um, passing so you know coming from an old um, like experience in volleyball um, when I during my generation passing is very important mm. and also um, serving so you know I decided to you know coach her and help her out so yeah um, that's how it started and then and then I have to relearn all the uh, rules new rules like I didn't know what a libero is, <laughs> you know, or that wasn't yeah, it rally, yeah. sco- rally right. scoring. I, I didn't know that you you know you can you can serve in multiple locations in the serving area now, because when I was playing volleyball, we were only stuck on the right back. Oh, really? We have a serving lane, and Whoa. that's just Dying our down. area to serve. So yeah. Wow, that is a lot different. So that's a whole it's different game. Big now. difference, yes. Wow, so um. Like, where did you learn? Like, how did you relearn the game? So, for me, I'm I'm always, you know, um, I always want to learn from the best. So, I did a lot of uh, research. Mm-hmm. So, I started going to um, gold medal square um, seminars with, you know, I'm one of, you know, I'm privileged to be coached by, to learn from, um, Chris McGowan, who is the uh, the father of uh, like gold gold medal squared, so they're oh. like a bunch of uh, uh, volleyball guru who won you know USA men national team USA di- uh, you know gold medal in the Olympics. So so that's where I was introduced in um, coaching, and then with my colleagues in that group introduced me to you know what join um, USAV. You will learn a lot from USAV to, I mean, the U, uh, USA Volleyball. So that's when I reach out and, you know, um, really work on certification with USAV before. It was called the uh, CAP certification. Mm-hmm. So I was certified CAP 1, 2. I was working on 3, but because of the pandemic, they, yeah, they took that it. off. So They still do that now? or? Um, no, it's um, it's NDTP program, and they also offer some courses for coaches. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, man, that's a good way yeah. to relearn the game from the yeah, best. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I learned um, a lot from from um, cap certification is because our um, our mentors are actually, you know, the uh, the scholars of the game, and they love volleyball, and they. That's what they do, you know. Mm-hmm. They've been coaching all their lives, and you know they improve USA's pipeline with in terms of men's and women's. So you know it's it's very refreshing to learn from them and implement it to a club level. Yeah. You know? So um, like when you first got into club, uh, how did you feel like? Because like, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't know how like club worked and like how big it is. Yes. Yeah, so I when club was introduced to me, um, you know, I've seen when when I was in Assumption um, School where my daughter and my son goes to elementary school. There's a lot of upperclassmen who 
our playing club and I look at their skill sets and skills of volleyball. I was really impressed. I was like, wow, they're so much better than just plain CYO players. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and my daughter saw that and um, she was like, I really want to try out in a club. So um, first we um, look for clubs around the area. Mm -hmm. And I was introduced with this, you know, very, um, you know, it's been a, a good club. It's been quite a while in the Bay Area called Club Kalani. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, it was owned by um, Roy Ching. And he was my first mentor. And, you know, and he said that, you know, why can't you assist me? So I became his assistant oh, while okay. coaching Camille's, um, like, at that time when Camille was 10 years old, she played 12 years. So um, I was helping. So you're the assistant of her? I was the assistant. On the 12s? Yeah. So that's how, you know, I was able to get introduced to club volleyball. Oh. And so then um, after that, like, uh, let us know how did your coaching career and club, like, evolve? And so coaching um, – club so I was an assistant to coach Roy right mm -hmm. at 12U and then Camille at that time was um, you know going to her regular age group so now I was given a head position job for um, Kalani and then with club volleyball I didn't know that there's a lot of divisions oh, yeah. mm -hmm. right there's, <laughs> age groups, there's yeah. what we call the, the non-league for NCVA yeah, yeah. at that time non-league which is you don't belong to a league mm -hmm. and then um, there's a Premier League, which is just an area league, and then there was like Power League. So at that point on, I didn't know about the whole Power League. So I just said, you know what? I just want area league. For for me, it's just more recreation. Yeah. So we played recreation league. I signed the kids. I signed my team. We were twelve U. At that time, I signed my team for um, for twelve U Club Kalani, and we actually did really well. So um, we were undefeated. And I was shocked. I was like, whoa, it's pretty good. It's working. Mm -hmm. So, and then Roy told me that I think the team needs to be exposed in the Power League to see what's out there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So when we went to Far Western, we went to national uh, level, national division. <laughs> so that's the highest level for the 12U, right? Yeah. So that corresponds to an open division team. So when I put my team in there, there were i think there were nine teams in that in that group and then um so we were we we have our confidence high because we're undefeated in the premier league and then when we play against team the first team we played was um, sg elite uh. and then their smallest player was actually the height of my middle which is <laughs> five six at 12u and yeah, we get spanked. So, short story, we end up O and eight mm -hmm. wow. that event. So at that time, it opens my eyes. Oh my God, they're so much better. So at that point, we're just Premier League. So I want them to get better. That's why we went to um, Power League the following year. So yeah. that's how I get introduced to club. And then I've been in Power League. And when I w went to Power League, I want to understand what the reason why you know, we are going to power league. Mm -hmm. Now I it it you know opens up my eyes on 
the uh, co- the junior national, yeah, the national. girls junior national. Before it was called, you know, junior Olympics. Yeah, yeah. So now it you know opens up to what entails to qualify for a girls junior national uh, team. So after that, the main focus is just to really qualify nationals. Yeah. After that. So how many years were you at Kalani? Was it? So I was three years with Kalani. So Camille's. Camille's uh, twelve, 13. and then twelve U, and then thirteen. Okay. And then I moved to the Tremors mm-hmm. after that, SF mm-hmm. Tremors, because the second team that we played when I was coaching the twelve U in Premier was um, SF Tremors twelve U Wolverines, mm-hmm. and oh my God, I was shocked. This pl- kid, this team is not that tall. But, oh, my God, their defense was just so good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to learn from, I want to learn from that um, team. So I was really fortunate to get, um, to get, you know, learn from uh, Coach Church uh, via Campa in April and a lot of the coaches with the Tremors. Were you so uh, assisting Church? So, first no, I was, I was, yeah, I was assisting a lot of teams. I was assisting April's team. Mm-hmm. I was, um so the 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 um the focus of me joining the tremors was to learn from them, right? Yeah. But at that time, that was when uh, SF Elite was formed. Oh. So tremors was losing a lot of their coaches. So instead of me assisting, I was given um, the fourteen one Wolverines. Oh. So you know it takes a lot of pressure. Uh, there's a lot of pressure, uh, definitely for coaching one steam but um you know we actually did well that season yeah and it actually opened my eyes on um you know going to nationals you know um qualifying in the nationals and um going to junior national and see you know the field in that um event you know i mean so tremors you know they're obviously one of the the you know the best clubs in our area or san francisco yeah san francisco bay yes and um you know they're they're always like the young teams are always like really good mm-hmm. um, very good well disciplined uh team yeah so like yeah. when you got when you first got there Oliver, what did you learn like what did you find out co- you know compared to maybe what kalani was doing to so this is what i use uh this is what i uh, you know it, it, big comparison between kalani and tremors right away so what i noticed was the uh specific training and mm. discipline um, the passing, moving to the ball, you know, covering. So those are the areas that are are very very important to be successful. Like um, you know, defensive systems, offensive systems. You know, at the young age, at yeah. the age of like ten year old, eleven years old. You teaching know? that. So, so you're if you're teaching that, imagine you are just going to be polishing that every single year, every yeah. single year. So as they grow old. If you coach them 11, if you already um, teach them the fundamentals, 11U. So 12U, you just have to polish them. 13U, polish. 14. Mm-hmm. So they get better as they go. Yeah, you know? So is that the the tremors, like, strategy? Yes. They just develop yes. when they're young? And then reps, too. You yeah. know, practice mm-hmm. early, reps. That's why, you know, it's, it's good that we um, have early tryouts now mm-hmm. because we can really compete – you know, with um, with uh, 
teams outside of our region you know not just ncba but you know socal yeah texas team florida teams mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so exactly yeah. um like uh well so during this time at tremors mm-hmm. how many times did you coach camille or did you not coach her? i coach i coach camille at 14 years and okay. then um, after that, you know, I want to maintain a very good daddy-daughter relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. At uh, at 15U, um, I um, I uh, g- I gave my team to uh, a good friend of mine, which is Apollo. So he was um, he was coaching 15-1, and um, and but I was still helping uh, yeah. that team because with the Tremors, a lot of the head coaches are doing multiple um, teams, so. We still have a lot of good coaches that could help out, you know, during qualifiers and stuff. So like we, um, I was able to help out, you know, Camille's team qualify national 15-1 in Colorado. Oh, wow. So, which is good. Um, so when I was, I'm going to go back, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a very good idea on um, being a coach and as a parent too. Yeah. So my daughter um, coming to the Tremors, you know, um, Fourteen one. She was not the main setter. Uh, she was the two setter um, because you know I don't want to. I don't want to have the parents, the paying parents, think that I'm being you know, biased in or something. Being biased to yeah. these coaches. So you know, and Camille was uh, really, really a very good athlete. She, she really worked hard, and um, towards the mid season, she became the uh, number one setter. So um, you know, so she worked hard. Did you have a tough time, uh, like switching off from dad to coach? So I, I just, you know, before when I always, before we leave the house, I always tell her and my daughter that when we go to practice, you know, I am your coach. Yeah. I'm not your dad. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I will give you feedback. You might not like it, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's going to be the truth. You know, I will give you feedback and, um, <clears throat> that's why I didn't coach her 15U is because every time I give feedback, you know, kids cry. <laughs> <laughs> she cries. So I was like, you know what? I want to maintain a very good uh, father-daughter relationship. Yeah. So I'm giving her to a good friend of mine. And I still give her feedback. I mean, you've always trained her. Yeah. Right? Ever since throughout the, Yeah. Even if you weren't coaching her. Yeah. You've always yeah, trained she, her. I always, I always give her reps. But sh- see, with her, she she's very... With her, she you can see the interest and the love of the game because she always wants to compete and she always want to be ahead. Mm-hmm. And she always asks me like, "Dad, I want to learn how to do this. I want to learn how to do that. Can you help me out?" You did know? she? Did Did your kids know you played volleyball? Unfortunately, no. They they only knew when um when I was coaching volleyball already. Uh. They did not. I didn't even. Tell them that I used to play college. So it was an accident. <laughs> it was an yeah. accident that they because you know they know that I play basketball, but mm-hmm. not not volleyball. Yeah. Wow, that's good then because yeah. it shows you it shows you didn't have to force the no, game I did on not them. Instill you know? it in yeah. them too. They naturally yeah. became they, interested in volleyball. You know, they got hooked up with, with volleyball. It. Yeah. Even Christopher. Christopher is my son. Mm-hmm. He's a very good basketball player, mm-hmm. but at eighth grade, she. I think he gets so frustrated because he doesn't have the height. Mm-hmm. He gets so frustrated. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to play volleyball. Mm-hmm. And now he's having fun when yeah. he's not playing volleyball. Awesome. You know, all the times when, like, Camille would say, like, she oh, she's doing, like, extra reps, I always admired it because it never felt like a drag for her. It's, it was like she always looked forward to 
to getting better even after like some of our our logan practices and Mm -hmm. all that so that's really i think that's really cool yeah for the people that don't know um coach oliver's daughter camille played four years varsity with us at james logan high school and won a couple championships with us um like to go back oliver with when you're coaching you know um tremors and and camille um i remember because i think i was with our 14s mm-hmm. and we were at far westerns i think and we played oliver's team but i didn't know who oliver was but mm-hmm. one of our um one of the our assistants and our and the dad of one of our players knew oliver i think from kalani he was um he was jay my, uh, co-coach with the club yeah. and then we were playing this tremors team and even at the time i didn't really know tremors either but okay so we're playing this team and then I think it's gold bracket, maybe first round, right, Oliver? Mm, second first round, round? First round? round yeah. And then, um, so we're playing Oliver's team. And, yeah, like, Oliver had a small outside, like, Very small. really smart, hitting the ball. Like, they're a great team, and, they, you know, we lost. And then after the game, um, I think, like, you know, I, I think Jay was telling me about, like, Oliver, you know, like, mm-hmm. tremors and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he was, like, talking about, you know. And then I think like a little later, Oliver, I forgot when we met you because, well, for sure, I think Camille came to one of our camps and then Jay connected me with you, right? And yeah, then we she, met from there. You, you So <clears throat> I think what happened was you um, sponsored a summer camp yeah, for yeah. Logan. And then um, at that time, I was when I was coaching 13U, you were coaching um, Kendall. So mm-hmm. Kendall was one of my uh, my players. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, and Kendall and Camille are really close. So Kendall's been inviting Camille to the camp for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So with Camille, she's she's like, okay, I'll go and join. Yeah, mm-hmm. it also boils down on you know academics. We're a very academic uh, you know family, and we always make sure that you know education comes first. And the beauty about you know an athlete and um, a student is that. You're ready, you know, you have a lot of activities and you, it will teach you how to really uh, manage your time, Yeah. which definitely. is very, very important right now when she's in college. So she's, she's well prepared. Uh, for yeah, that, you know. definitely. Um, so like going back, I know Oliver, so after we met you, I think you mm-hmm. coached another year at Tremors, mm-hmm. another season at Tremors, but mm-hmm. we can't, we knew who you were now. Yeah. And um, obviously we knew Camille and, um, you know, obviously, I think it was a situational thing where, I mean, you could talk on this, like, what made you, you know, leave Tremors and then so come over to us? So, what happened is that, you know, I commute you know, every day to San Francisco to work, right? And then um, I also commute to, cause, uh, to, San, to, you know, to Tremors facility. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love the, the team and I love the, the club. It's just that that one year in 2019 that I got like two accidents. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think you told us that it was raining. Two, right? Yeah, two accidents in one year. And that, that's even like, it's like two months apart too. And it's like, you know, major one that is fatal, yeah. you know. I'm, I'm just really blessed that I didn't even have a s- mm-hmm. scratch out of it. So at that point on, my wife and I were evaluating like, you know, we will... Um, you know, if I really want to continue coaching, we'll just look for a club that's close, you know, and you usually it's pr- pretty close. Um, and I'm not really, I'm not a coach who is really after for my reputation. That's why it's not really, 
I don't really get the best, you know, players out there. Because mm-hmm. I love, my passion is I love to train. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, um, so I decided to join um, UC Elite. That's when we talked about it. And um, with the Tremors, they have a DPS program. It's called the Developmental Program. Yeah. And that's why I told you before, you know, we have to start our own pipeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when Rising Stars Yeah, Rising um, Stars. Emerged. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know, um, like, my memory. So I know Oliver, when he was on his last season with, with Tremors, I think I was talking to somebody, but I was like, hey, you know, like, we should try to get Oliver, you know, because mm-hmm. he actually lives. If people don't know, Coach Oliver lives in San Leandro. Um, so he's very local. And, um, you know, I think I talked to Oliver a couple of times, and, you know, you were telling me about your commute. So I know, like, in my mind, I was like, if there's a chance that Oliver is thinking about leaving, like, we should try to get him, you know. Yeah. Because one thing, Oliver, I observed from you before I really knew you was I think I was observing the tremors, and I noticed I was like, co- like Oliver is helping a lot of teams. You're in the 15s mm-hmm. picture. You're with the 14s. You're with the 13s, 11s and yeah. stuff. And so I noticed, I was like, wow, like, you know, I don't think Oliver is, like, a coach on each team. I think he just is Else. helping all mm-hmm. those teams. And I said – that really shows he's first off like a really useful and efficient coach. Mm-hmm. He cares about the kids because he's helping. Like I don't think it benefits you when you help the other teams, right? Like you're just helping them to help them. And so I was like, wow, like Oliver is one of those coaches that really like is passionate about the game. Yeah. So I knew like that's how you know we try to get you Oliver. We just got lucky that you know obviously <laughs> you didn't want to commute anymore. Yeah, but yeah. I knew like with Oliver, uh, he could really help our club and our area because he got that experience with tremors and how they do things helping us implement it here and also i know oliver talked about this like he was you know we were very confident oliver could do it himself here you know Mm -hmm. like he didn't have to you know he didn't need tremors or anything he could build his own with us recruit his own players develop his own players and actually you know look at your team now oliver like um the 15s you had them when they were 12 yeah 12 and now they're one of the top ranked team, you know, teams in our, in NorCal, and that's all from like scratch, you know. Like, what people don't know is when Oliver came over to our club, he started over. He mm-hmm. didn't like steal any players or anything. He developed from like, scr- you know, scratch. Yeah. Like, it, I remember when I was uh, offering a spot for uh, a twelve U, and because no one knows me, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's very difficult to um, to field a twelve U because. You know they want to go to NorCal or they want to go to, you know other other good 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 clubs out mm-hmm. there, and um, for kids who are actually, um, you know realize and um, spend time with me, the kids um, actually stayed and um, they actually improved a lot. Yeah, 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 and they've been they've been with you like your core have been yeah. with you for a long time, and obviously each season is progression, progression. You know because. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, Tremors are always going to have good teams because they have such a, a long history of that developmental program that's pipelining kids. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we started ours, and ours will get there too. But, um, you know, I think it, it shows that there's no, like, easy way to just make a good team. You have to train them, develop them. Yeah, it's, you it's, know. it's all hard work. It's yeah. all hard work. Repetition. You know, I, that's why I, I really agree with, um, you know, I feel bad with, like, you know, I, I have a lot of good friends who are, you know, who owns club like you know with the Tremors Church and mm-hmm. uh, with uh, with Club Solano with Wayne. You know, I feel bad when when you know the the players that they actually spend time and trained and get recruited with other other clubs. You know, yeah. I, I feel bad for that because I know how it feels 
to train those kids like the number of hours that you spend in there yeah. and then you know after that they go somewhere else yeah. and then it's good to go somewhere else but not being used and not be that to, you know they failed to improve and that's yeah. the one that really bugs us mm-hmm. no yeah i think for sure clubs like tremors mm-hmm. i would say clubs like us and a few others you know we've proven to develop kids from scratch you know and then there are like some of the bigger clubs that they just take what's already kind of made mm-hmm. and then they run with it you know and yeah like i think parents and players they have to understand like the coaches are putting a lot of time a lot of effort a lot of thinking and and mm-hmm. drill development practice planning mm-hmm. to create a way to develop you know players especially at a young age um you know and yeah, it sucks sometimes when, you, like you said, it's, they um, it's uh, coaching is really like teaching. You know, mm-hmm. you, you really have to. Um, you can't just wing your practice plan. You have to base your practice plan on what your team needs. So you have to be very, very specific, so that kids every time they go in practice, they are improving. Because you know, as you know, we have coach buddy. Um, you know was here coaching with us and I agree with him it's like volleyball is like a race so um, you need to make sure that you keep on improving every single practice because other teams are and if you fall behind then you're mm-hmm. behind Yeah. so exactly. that's why you know I hope kids understand this all my athletes that sometimes they probably ask why I'm I get frustrated or I get I get you know I get sometimes I get mad in practice mm-hmm. it's because I want them to keep improving every single practice yeah. that's 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 the key yeah i think yeah players they don't realize that it's coming from a good place like when a coach is being on you it takes our energy right mm-hmm. but also it's doing it for a reason like we're trying to help you or we're trying to make sure you like always said you keep on improving yeah you know it shows that your coach care for you yeah you know that's the key like like with my 14 right now, and I always tell them, that the it's nice to go to national, right? But the goal is not really national. The goal is your skills. Mm-hmm. You need to improve on your skills because as a coach, for me, I want to position you to play, you know, high school volleyball. So you go varsity, you know, that's the goal. And then after that, if you want to pursue, you know, a career of volleyball after high school, then... It's on you. Yeah. Uh, at least I prepared you for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, to, to, you know, move on, like, uh, so Oliver, with you, what, like, and, I, and I've actually probably wanted this too because, you know, and each coach is different. Like, what motivates you as a coach? Like, why do you coach? Like, like Camille now is in college playing at Dickinson uh, College and doing doing phenomenal over there. But now that, like, your daughter is gone, you know, off to college, what what continues to keep you motivated to coach? So for me, I think the motivation is when when a kid learns a new skill in volleyball, it's like I can see it in their eyes. It's a very different spark. That's the motivation that I get. Like when I have a player, because I always have a new player in my team. Like mm-hmm. today, I have a player who um, I know that she can't serve. And now she was able to serve. You know that spark right there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. That motivates me. Um, kids who doesn't know, I know that she can't hit. It became the season after 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 like 
two, three sessions, you can, you know, bounce balls, you know. Wow. So those, that's why I love to train is because those tiny little things ignites the passion of uh, being a coach. Yeah. See, I think today, and we talked about this, we talked about this in a previous episode, like, I feel like today there's not a lot of coaches who are like that, like Coach Oliver, who like have passion, but then care about the kids, you know, like Mm -hmm. um, motivated by these things, like seeing the kids success and them doing well and and whatnot instead of other things. You know what I mean? Like I know there are some coaches like they want to look good. They only care about looking good and they want to win. They don't really care if their kids are getting better. They just want to win the game, you know. But, you know, and I think, um, like Coach Oliver is saying, those things, if that's motivating him, like, that could keep you going for a long time, right? Yeah. Because it's always yeah. new kids and yeah. stuff like that's that. That's why when, when kids go for, you know, better clubs and and um, and they leave us, that's totally fine for me because my loyalty is volleyball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can always train a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially kids who love to work I'll work with them yeah um Oliver so from when you first started coaching till to now how have you grown as a coach or person also oh I've, I've grown a lot you know um athletes probably don't don't know this but I learned so much from them so for me as a coach it's not just one way mm-hmm. you know they don't realize that you know they're teaching me too so other coaches like you, Coach Matt and Alex, um, you know, some of these um, athletes that I have, you know, because it's totally different um, approach when you're coaching 15 up and then 14 down. Mm-hmm. So 14 down, I usually give so much feedback, mm-hmm. you know. But 15 up, I usually give them room mm-hmm. and, um, you know, talk among themselves and, and you really just focus on something. When I call a timeout, focus on this, focus on that. So that, you know, because I'm pretty sure they already know, you yeah. know, what needs to be done. It's just more on, you know, I don't want to repeat it every <laughs> single time. <laughs> uh, do, you, Ollie, do you have a preference? I know mm-hmm. you've coached multiple ages, but do you, is there, um, where, which age group do you find? So the I've most coached, um, I've coached from like 10 all the way to 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um, the most age group that I really love is from like 11 to 16. Mm-hmm. That's, um, that's, um, that's my area. It's because those kids are really hungry to learn. They're sponges. Yeah, they're sponges. They want to so, learn. And, you know, if you're sponges, I'll, I'll teach you. Mm-hmm. How about boys versus girls? Do you see a difference? <coughs> boys, um, actually, boys is um, different. Like, for me, in terms of learning... Um, boys capacity of learning if they are ju- if they just put their head in there and the work ethic they mm-hmm. learn faster than girls because mm. boys they you know if you tell them something they will do it mm. <laughs> it doesn't have to be perfect you don't think you about know, it. it's the worst thing <laughs> but they will do it and then they will refine it you know yeah. it gets refiner you it's it gets better and better every single time with the girls, it's different. When you're mm-hmm. teaching them something, if they if it's not perfect, they're not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's more on like really reinforcing. Try to do it. Explore. So, yeah. and considering point. that our boys' season is shorter than the girls' season. Oh yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's true. 
Um, so I know Oliver, like throughout the the last, you know, I mean, obviously, like you said, you've been with USA Volleyball and learning mm-hmm. for since the beginning when you got back into coaching. And mm-hmm. I've gone to a couple USA practices with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, l- let our listeners know, like, how did you get involved with USA Volleyball and your connections, your relationships? So when, um, um, when you enroll for USAV uh, certification as a coach, it's called CAP before. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a lot of um, um, coaches who are going to that um, event too. Now, when you are, when you know those uh, coaches, it, you know it widens your network, right? And those coaches are coaching college colleges, mm-hmm. and usually those are the coaches that are invited for USAV pipelines, mm. and like before, it's called high performance pi- pipeline. There's like A1, A2, A3, and you have the developmental program, right? Oh, so these okay. are summer programs that are designed for uh, top athletes in the nation that will continue to get coached by USA standards. Mm. So at that point, I have you know I have a lot of good friends who who invited me to be to join their staff on that particular camp. Oh, so I, I got invited to USAV camp and be, uh. be able to have like the guest coach for that particular camp. And then because you are coaching against college coaches and you are helping the program, you are also learning from them. So it expands my experience in learning and how to approach the game. So yeah. it helped me so much. And that's how um, I got, you know, connected to um, some of these uh, good friends of mine who are um, still college coaches. Is that how you, uh, would you say you're still evolving and growing as a coach from Definitely. all that? Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm st- I, I still have not reached my peak. I, I'm still constantly evolving. Learning new you know, stuff. Learning new stuff. Yeah. Is there a specific coaches at USA that you yeah, work abs- with, connect sh- with? I, you know, I would love to work with um, Karch Garay, mm-hmm. you know, the head coach for women's volleyball team. I love the way he passed in the 80s. So I love to pick up his brain in terms of passing. Yeah. That's my passion. I want to make sure that I teach the correct, you know, way of passing because, you know, it serves a long, long way. If you're playing volleyball, yeah, passing is very, very important. Um, you know, um, some amazing liberos out there like Tamami Ashiro, um, um, uh, you know, Morgan Hens is one of them. You have, you have, you have the current libero right now, like Justine. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, you know, the setters I've worked with, um, who's now the head coach of Michigan. Yeah, Erin um, Virtue, uh-huh. and she is very nice, and uh, she, you know, she's a very, very good, good mentor to me. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's good to still have access to all that knowledge. And I know you've mentioned before, like you've emailed them, they've or text them, mm-hmm. right? Ask them questions and yeah. stuff. So, like, it, it just proves that like the things we're telling the kids, it's not made up, you know. <laughs> like it's what USA Volleyball, you know, is yeah, doing. Yeah, I, I remember. I always email like, um, um, you know, one of our mentors for CAP certification. Like, if I hit the wall, like, they don't respond to. You know, let's say for them a scenario. Like, I always have problems with my team when we're in we are struggling coming from behind mm-hmm. so what you know what are you if you have this situation what do you do 
So and then they give me some example situation wow. and it opens my eyes like oh okay, so I implement it in the club and it actually works, you know. Wow. Yeah, I think see like a lot of coaches, you know, especially the young mm-hmm. ones, they have to keep on growing. I think because oftentimes as coaches, sometimes they're even old, they get stuck, mm-hmm. they they're not learning, they're not evolving, you know, they're not wa- going to seminars or clinics or USA practices yeah. and stuff. And it's important as much as the kids need to continue to learn and grow the coach also could always learn and yeah, grow coach, you know there's a lot of books that you can read mm-hmm. um you know i'm i'm constantly you know looking for for like sources to get better yeah you know? like oliver uh what are some tips you would give like a new coach like it was a, a young coach that just getting into coaching but they're really into it they have passion also what was some tips you would give them? So the tips that I could give to like young coaches, for example, when I'm starting, mm-hmm. would go to I'm gonna look for a club that has a coach who's willing to train me mm. and yeah. really guide me. You yeah. know, you know, ask as much question. You know, uh-huh. maybe stupid as it is, but you know, um, learn as much as you can. Yeah. You know, because um, it's definitely helpful. Yeah, get a yeah. mentor. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. That reminds me of just how when I got into coaching at Logan with uh, with basketball, mm-hmm. um, Coach Harper, he, like I remember my second year, I was getting ready to be head coach again for the freshman team. And all of a sudden, when I found out I wasn't going to be the head coach anymore, I freaked out. And I was like, oh, man, what am I going to do? And I just remember Harper saying, you know what? It's OK. You're going to be with me. I'm going to take you under my wing. And I never realized how much like that meant to me mm-hmm. and you learned a lot from that him. I learned a lot yeah. and then now like seeing our younger coaches in the club like you know I'm, I'm coaching with uh with Jonah and just seeing how much he loves to like just you know help and spread the, his love for the game but also his knowledge in a way where he can develop and grow as a coach I felt like okay this is me passing it on yeah. and I see Oliver doing it's, that too you know yeah it's a uh, <coughs> that's why it's very very good that we have younger coaches here mm-hmm. because you know hopefully they learn from me they able to mentor Anuj and mm-hmm. you know Alex mm-hmm. and Jonah yeah and you know to be honest with you I in games like in crucial games like you know game point moment I ask yeah. I ask them like what do you think mm-hmm. yeah because you know as a coach I I have a different mindset and um, I might think it this way, mm-hmm. but I might miss something that this coach has, you know, has might to say. Might notice, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I checked on it, like, you know, what do you think about this? Oh, they offer a suggestion, and then we compare it. We we rebut, and then go. Yeah. And go with it. Stick with it. So, you know, as much as I'm more experienced, I've, I've learned from them. Too. Yeah. Oliver, yeah. do you feel like, have you learned more from your wins or, like, your losses no um wins i learned so much from my losses Mm. yeah so i hate to lose but a lot of my learning are my losses and the growth is our losses some losses no yeah i think that's a big thing because people got to realize that even if you lose that's the opportunity to Mm -hmm. learn you know even the players like learn from the loss yeah you might be upset but you know you could learn a lot from losing and so it it it's really weird because if if i lose then it ignites the fire in me to really work hard and work on something like this is the area that we need to work on yeah so that we can improve you know no that's so the mindset definitely yeah. that's the that's, mindset that's the mindset that you have to do because you know you can't be winning all the time otherwise 
you know, what, what are you, what are <laughs> mm-hmm. you learning? So, uh, Oliver, one thing I wanted to ask you, because obviously, you know, you're in a certain time in your life with your family with, and how old your kids are and stuff, but you know, how do you balance coaching and family? I mean, oh, your kids are in high school and older, but how do, well, how do you balance? It's, it's, it's tough right now because I'm coaching four teams yeah. anymore, but, um, now, um, I, I limit it to at least only like three days. Mm-hmm. So the rest of the time is going to be family With time. Family. So, you know, I, I owe it to my wife. Yeah. My wife has been very supportive of my passion and, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, that's why, you know, moving forward, I, I will really, really tone down on coaching so I can focus more on, on family time. Yeah, definitely. Um, did your, did your wife know you were, you were going to get into coaching like this or no, <laughs> she just thought you're going to coach Camille. <laughs> no, no idea. Yeah. Cause y- she, she knows that I love playing volleyball. Uh, I love playing golf. So yeah. I, I've been playing golf a long time ago, but when my daughter started playing volleyball and you, you know, with me, if I, if I want to put into something, I want to do it right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Yeah. And I want to put. Everything no, on no it. half-assing no, anything, no, no. you know. Hundred percent. No, that's that's a great point. Yeah. No, yeah, I think um, like you know, Lilith Beth is she she's knows all about the club thing too. And yeah. Oh, she's, my yeah. wife is you my know? biggest critic. Yeah. Actually, she helped me. <laughs> she helped me to be a better coach. Yeah. And you know, when when we were co- we were coaching in um, in Spokane, right? Mm-hmm. When we got the Liberty bit, she was telling me. This is what happened to your team when you lost to this team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's right. So we make them adjustment and then we beat that team in two sets, you know? Wow. So that's why it's not just me. Yeah. It's also I'm learning from other people too. So yeah. mm-hmm. no, that's it's awesome. fun. That's it's awesome. a it's a family thing now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think one thing I've always like admired about Oliver too is just how he's able to develop players. Yeah. Especially from when from scratch, yeah. Like, you know, um, we, me and him were just talking about this the other day and he was like yeah like you know when when he does his extra reps with mm-hmm. his kids I think one of my 12s teams was watching they got distracted because they just saw how hard the, the kids were bouncing balls and stuff like that and I looked at my kids I was just like you know if you want to be like them you have to be able to do the extra work you know mm-hmm. they they're coming in it's not their practice day mm-hmm. and getting the extra reps and I think that kind of opened up their eyes in a sense and it's like if you want to get better like what else are you yeah. gonna do you know yeah. yeah oliver um to the listen to our the players listening to this um how important do you think is off-season training and work and it's it's a uh, very very important um you know with with my team right now i don't think we will maintain or improve our skill level if we didn't have any postseasons activities, mm-hmm. it's because you have to realize. Like, um, I'll give you an example. If you're in a power league, right, mm-hmm. and that's why you know with our team, I always encourage our national division team and other teams to go to nationals. Yeah, it's because you have to realize power league ends first second week of May, mm-hmm. right. If you go to nationals, yeah, that extends two months. Two months, yeah. Two months practice, yeah, right? Reps. So and then after that reps, and then after that high school. Mm-hmm. So, so for those kids who didn't go nationals, they already s- stopped practicing in May. Yeah. So they're stuck yeah. two months 
They're and behind. you're ahead too much. They're behind. Yeah, they're behind too so much. So that that that's why like, some of these parents don't realize that they think, oh, you know, just qualifying bids. Um, it's very difficult to qualify bids. Yeah. You know, I, and and you know, it's it doesn't mean that you you qualify this year that next year you will. No, that, it's yeah. not. It's you have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you have to it's, grow. You know, there are teams that are going to be better than you next year. So if you slack, well, we have to get better. That's why I always, my team, I always want to sign up Patriot Division. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, then they still go there. At least that too much, they're still practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that next year, they get better. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I think that. That's that's the that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think some parents they think because like their daughter or their team qualified last year that it guarantees next year. Mm-hmm. But teams are always getting better, like Oliver just said. Like they're always improving their repetition, and you really can't take a break because if you do, your competition's gonna get better. They're yeah, growing. Yeah, you know? yeah, you can't. Um, man. But um, Oliver. So just to wrap up, what's your short-term goal right now, and what's the long-term goal for coaching? Um, short-term goal for coaching, I want all my team to qualify nationals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My long-term goal for coaching, eventually I'll probably have my own, mm-hmm. my own um, club and mm-hmm. um, really uh, just train kids, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to, to, um, to uh, think about maybe just more focusing on the training part, not coaching, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. coaching has spend so much time yeah mm-hmm. like so when i'm know. doing a double shift on coaching it's a 16 hour job yeah yeah <laughs> multiply that by three you know uh-huh. so um probably just focus on like really really training kids yeah, yeah. awesome awesome well yeah. yeah thank you oliver for being a guest on the podcast you're, you're welcome anytime yeah. it was i think pleasure. we learned a lot this this yeah. episode and uh, thank uh-huh. you yeah. i hope uh, i learned a lot too yeah, yeah thank you thank you're you welcome.